2: It would have been not the end of the world had he not played in game one, but if your world is a whole lot better with number 27 in your lineup. You had me at Have you ever had her- hernia surgery? Um, I subscribe to the Mitchell Scruffy yeah. Blair uh, philosophy that if you yeah. don't work out, you can't get hurt. So no, I haven't had a hernia surgery, JT.
3: This is the Rod Peterson show.
2: Yes, it is. Happy Tuesday, right? Welcome to the RP Show coming at you live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport. It is your boy. Live on your favorite daytime sports talk show, Game Plus Television, WQEE. We are Atlanta's NHL show on the Fringe Radio Network. And uh, it's not just me. Let's bring in, from what I understand, the blustery snow falling. Regina, Saskatchewan, the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Moose, how you doing, Moose? What's, what's shaking, bro?
4: Hey, doing well. Doing really good. Yeah, you're right. It is snowing like crazy out here. This is not what we want in uh, mid to late April.
2: Uh, no, it's the winter that won't end, but that's okay. I'm sure it's put everybody in a bad mood. We're going to put you in a good mood. We're going to turn that frown upside down. Coming up today, Stanley Cup champion Colin Patterson from the 89 Flames. The pride of Rexdale, Ontario is going to be with us uh, later on in hour one to talk Stanley Cup playoffs, a little more of that, uh, and some dub hub. Perry S. Hockey, Perry Shockey is going to be with us here, and uh, also the American Hockey League Coach of the Year, Mitch Love. Of the Calgary Wranglers as they get ready to open up the AHL playoffs. So it's a lot of hockey today, but we got some football talk too. Director Jordan, can you please hit the quick six show. Okay, obviously, we're going to start with the opening night of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Moose asked how late I stayed up to watch the hockey, and I said to the end of the Kings Oilers game. I didn't stay up to the other, but let's start there. Alex Iafallo scored in overtime to lift the LA Kings to a 4-3 victory over the Oilers to open their first round playoff series. Iafallo scored a power play goal at 9:19 of OT by converting Victor Arvidsson's feed from behind the net. Adrian Kempe scored twice, and Anzi Kopitar had a golden three helpers for LA, who held Oilers captain Connor McDavid scoreless. Kings goalie Eunice Korpisalo made 38 saves for the win. Oilers starter Stuart Skinner stopped 31 shots in his NHL playoff debut. So we're going to stop there and spend a minute on it. The text line's open, 902-518-3033. You can reach us right here at Ace Casino Airport with your comments and obviously on streaming as well. Uh, Darren, I finally listened to myself, my own policy Monday night, and that was don't tweet during the game. When it was two nothing orders in the first period and then three one in the third, I was like, This should be a short series. Uh, nope, somebody told me don't do it. And I didn't. <laughs> and then, you know, people say the orders stopped skating. I would prefer to say the Kings didn't quit. How about that? The Kings didn't quit. How about that? And they came out on top. They came out on top. And so they had a plan for McDavid, but I'm like, Okay, so they're, null- they're nullifying McDavid. You're doing it tonight. I don't know that you can do it forever in a series. But you're not stopping Dreisaitl because he's possessed. Leon was possessed in game one. Well, now those two can't do it alone. I almost feel, Darren, like they wasted a pretty good effort by Stuart Skinner here. 31 saves. If you noticed, all the goals were going over his shoulder. The Kings had a plan for that. But they're pretty upset. They were littering the ice with garbage. Not everybody. A couple of loons at the end of the game in Edmonton. Wild game, man. I'm glad I hung into the end.
4: Yeah, it was. It was wild. And and you're right. You know, I'm watching the early part of that game. I'm like, Whoa, L.A. can't skate with them. They can't skate with Edmonton. But you know what? You hang in long enough, and you just get settled down. We always say first game of the series takes some time to settle in a little bit. And that game, is, as I kind of anticipated, was rough. It was mean. There was the nastiness, oh, yeah. which you love. <clears throat> and... You know, I, I've seen Oilers fans talk about how soft the penalty call was in overtime. But that game was starting to ramp up, and there was getting more frustrations. There were liberties after the whistles, and the refs are sitting there uncomfortable, being like, this is kind of getting away from us a little bit. We better call. Something's got to get called. And that was a trip. I mean, you were careless with the stick swinging wow. back. It was a trip. It was an easy one, obvious one to call and get it out of the way. Um, and then LA just made him pay with a great little design play, tic tac toe down at the bottom and, and in the back of the net. So great game. It's going to be a good series.
2: Oh, yeah. Just checking in from the Rod squad, from the cheap seats. James in Borden, Manitoba says, Let's go, RP show. Wayne in Victoria, BC. It was a good game, but I'm disappointed that the Orders couldn't hold on to win the game. Troy in Toronto says, Looking good, Deron." Go Leafs, go. Landry in Billings, Montana says, Good morning, everyone. What a night of hockey last night. Wild Stars game was crazy, and a new nickname was given, Dirty Dumba. So uh, we'll come back around on all of that. Even the reasoned Oilers fans and media are saying don't blame it on the penalty. There are some media, Jason Greger, that are blaming officiating. But I get it. And if I was in their position, I might too. But Darren, you said it right. Was it a trip? Yes. Don't, which, what do you say? Control your stick. Okay? Don't blame the official. So you got nobody to blame but yourselves when you have a 3-1 lead in the third period. So we'll go from there. Um, I was going to go to the poll, but not yet. The poll question, but not yet. Because I want to talk about this. Brad Marchand scored his... 50th career playoff goal David Pasternak and Jake DeBrusk also scored in the NHL best Boston Bruins opened the playoffs by beating the Florida Panthers 3-1 on Monday night um listen Edmonton you can't complain about the officiating because everybody in Florida is not everybody can complain about the officials one was my good friend Andrew Imber the public address announcer for the Florida Panthers and I'm like just stop I mean I watched Six-plus hours of hockey last night, and I'm ready for more tonight. It will never get old. I will never get tired of it. But I knew, and I want your take on this, everybody, Darren's and then everybody else. I don't know if you watched much of that game, but the Bruins were pretty much running the Panthers out of the ring. They were knocking them over like pancakes. And John Garrett in the third period doing color. I don't know why they got the Canucks crew doing the game, John Shorthouse and John Garrett, but good for them. Good for those guys. They're great. It was just weird. It's like I'm watching a Vancouver broadcast, but the Canucks aren't playing. Oh yeah, because it's the playoff. <coughs> <laughs> but, <I'm> <laughs> but I'm like John Garrett says, there's <laughs> them physically, and I'm like, no, they haven't. And like I, I love. I've always loved John Garrett. Kevin and I were talking about uh, Cheech the other day, and how great he is. But I'm like, I don't need to look at a stat sheet because I got the eyeball test. The Bruins are out hitting them. They're out shooting them. They're out scoring them. They couldn't lay a glove on them. And my point that I said I wanted your thoughts on, Darren, is Matthew Kachuk saying, because he's getting criticized for this, Kachuk said before the game, we need to play a perfect game just to win one game. And I'm thinking, Matthew Kachuk is that kind of guy that he's just going to say it the way it is. And people don't like it. He's right. for the Panthers all year, what did I say going into the series? They'd be lucky to win one game. And Matthew Kachuk said that before the series. Is it ideal that he said it? Probably not. Is he wrong? No. Thoughts?
4: Yeah, he's trying to take the pressure off his team, too. And it's always easy to take the pressure off and say, hey, nobody's expecting us to win a game nobody's expecting us to do well we got to be perfect here guys like don't expect us to come out here and beat the Boston Bruins and so then the guys can just play free and loose and guys we got nothing to lose you know it's as much of that too as it is anything and yeah they have to play pretty darn perfect but there was moments in that game where you saw that they had chances and the second goal was a tough one to give up from Lyon but You know, we'll see how they reset. Again, they didn't win every game in the regular season, but they did win a couple against Boston. And, um, you know, you dropped the first one. I don't think they should be too worried.
2: No, but they're not not going to win the series. And I don't know if Matthew Kachuk thinks far enough ahead for what you're saying that he was trying to take the pressure off or if he was just being honest. Because I see myself and Matthew Kachuk similar in a lot of ways. He just says what's on his mind or in his heart. And a lot of people don't like that. Well, sorry, you know where I'm coming from all the time, at least. You know where Chucky's coming from all the time. If you don't like it, that's your problem, really. And But with gamesmanship in the media, and I'm just dying to get to the poll. I'll recap last night's other two games in a second. But my poll question is, what's the game of the night tonight for Key Auto Group? Key Auto Group has the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland area. Cars, trucks, SUVs. Your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. If the Leafs win tonight, and everybody's predicting that they will, if the Leafs win tonight, let's just say play that game. I can see John Cooper, the Lightning coach, coming out and saying, Well, hey, we were, we, we're not supposed to win the series anyways. So, you know, we're just, we're really just happy to be here. I could literally see John Cooper saying that, my brother's classmate at Notre Dame College just with the, uh, with the gamesmanship of what he does. So we'll, we'll come around to the poll in a second, but I wanted to just throw that out. I could see Kachuk not thinking ahead for that, but I could see John Cooper doing exactly that. He's the best But in Dallas, Ryan Hartman, yeah, of course. Ryan Hartman scored uh, 12-20 into the second overtime, and the Wild beat the Stars 4-3 in their playoff opener. Hartman gathered the puck in front of the crease and got it past Jake Ottinger at around 1 a.m. local time ending a more than four-hour game. It was the longest game in Wild history. And in Raleigh, Sebastian Aho and Stefan Nosen scored power play goals to help Carolina open its first-round playoff series with a 2-1 win. The Dumba hit on Pavelski. That's the last thing. Two minutes at best. Shoulder to the head, almost, almost incidental or bang-bang, as we say in football. There's nothing there.
4: What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. It's more about, you know, it was a clean hit. If you want that stuff out of the game, you're going to have to tweak the rules a little bit. Yeah, it was tough, but it was more about Pavelski's head hitting the ice as it was about hitting the shoulder. Um, it, yeah, it, it's violent. It was a violent hit, and it's scary, and it doesn't look good, and so we think someone's got to get suspended for that. That's tough. Dumba plays with an edge. He plays physical. Um, I, think, I don't think there'll be any supplementary discipline.
2: Uh, We'll get to the uh, viewers' comments in a second. There's Patter. Our guest is here. Colin Patterson, Stanley Cup champion. Make yourself at home. Wearing his Flames alumni hat again. Brave. (laughs) Uh, I was talking with Serena about this this morning. Cam Cole. You remember the legendary Cam Cole. uh, Post media columnist. I believe he's in the Hall of Fame. He was tweeting last night from Kelowna saying that the NHL apologists are going to say this hits fine. That's an intent to injure. It's dirty. And people went right after him. And probably my favorite, this is on Twitter, my favorite response. Some guy says, stick to golf, Cam. it's <laughs> like, oh. Here's how it's different from Cam's day when he was roasting people, the NHL, the CFL back in the day. Nobody could go back at him in 2023. Now you can. That's part of the interesting part of what we do these days. Yeah. So um, we'll come back around on tonight's games in a second. Uh, point two, very important Blue Jays point here. Jake Myers hit a three-run homer in Houston. Seven-run first inning. And the host Astros beat Kevin Gosman in the Blue Jays 9-2 Monday night. Myers and Corey Jolks each finished with two hits and three RBIs for Houston. Matt Chapman homered for Toronto with a in the second. And Santiago Espinal. Went deep in the eighth. So we had somebody in the Blue Jays' office watching the show yesterday, and they wrote in, and they're mad that I said, Alex Manoa. I said both Alex and Alex, but you're right. So I'll put it on me. I apologize. I said your pitcher's name wrong. More than anything, thank you, Blue Jays, for watching. And uh, I'll be better. How about that? I was defending the guy. (laughs) <laughs> tell that guy it's alec oh my god it's like it can't win um hey voted one of canada's top burgers it's a clique thing check it out at tonic kitchen and bar open till 1 a.m nightly at hotel Cleek, calgary airport we promised some football we got a couple minutes in this segment jalen hurts is set To sign one of the richest deals in NFL history, agreeing to a five-year, $255 million extension with the Philadelphia Eagles. $179.3 million of that is guaranteed. He was rewarded for his breakout season in which he was named an AP NFL MVP finalist and led the Eagles to the Super Bowl where they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll carry this over into the next segment. I think it's great. Um, Our... Business operations manager Morgan Hertz. She was proud. She was on top of the story this morning. She said to us at our morning meeting, Well, she has Hertz has the female agent, Nicole Lynn. Great for her. That's a hell of a story, which we'll get into after. But I like that the Eagles have locked up Hertz. Is he worth the money? I guess. He got it. Thoughts?
4: Yeah, it's very early to tell if he's worth it because we have seen such a small sample size, but What else can he do? Took the team to the Super Bowl. I guess he could have won it, but he had an amazing performance in the Super Bowl, earned the reputation, the respect of all of his peers, and now he resets the market. That's how sports works, right? The next guy to renew at an elite level always gets to reset the market and become the top-paid quarterback. Doesn't mean that he's better than Patrick Mahomes or better than Joe Burrow. He's just a little younger, and he gets to negotiate his deal more recently. You know, when those guys renegotiate down the road, it'll reset the market again. So it's good for Jalen, good for his agent. It's a great story, and uh, I think the Eagles are happy with it.
2: They should be. Uh, I think what I want to talk about coming back in the break, after the break, is how this relates to Lamar Jackson because everybody's talking about that, the football fans. And it's, so they got this deal done with Hertz. What's the holdup with Lamar Jackson? If you can believe already, it is April The teams have opened their OTAs, believe it or not. And Lamar's not there at the Ravens OTA. He normally would be if he was under contract. And the sticking point there, from what I understand, is the guaranteed money portion. Lamar wants more. and We'll just have to pause and come back on that. We've got um, all other hockey, American Hockey League, Dub Hub. The NBA's got the playoffs going. Did you know that? We'll be right back to Ace Casino Airport in Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport after this timeout on Game Plus. The Streams and WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk, 99.1 FM.
3: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you
1: may have missed. Mother's Day is almost here.
2: RP Show continues from that spot right there, Ace Casino Airport, where, by the way, join the Ace Casino Airport every Tuesday and Thursday for Seniors Day. Seniors can enjoy discounted food items along with a chance to win your share of cash and prizes with a lucky roll of the dice. Because, as you know, we're very big with a senior. That's right. (laughs) You hear what? We're all, yeah. Live studio audience again. Uh, I love it. I love it. Hey, Moose, let's bring in the Moose. You wanted to bring this up yesterday, and I didn't, but I I can't. It's not going away. And since we have the people watching us at Rogers Center with the Blue Jays, why not? A tweet from Blue Jays pitcher Anthony Bass is prompting a lot of discussion online. On Sunday, Bass expressed outrage at United Airlines after he claimed the flight staff made his pregnant wife get on her hands and knees to clean up a mess made by their children during the journey. Bass wrote on Twitter, the flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a 5-year-old and 2-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? Uh, The tweet, which has been viewed 10.9 million times, uh, received a divisive wave of replies. Some called for a shame on the United Airlines staff member, while most others celebrated the employee for insisting that customers ought to clean up their own messes. What do you have to say about that? I, I, I'm this interested so, to know where you land yeah. on this. Well, it's so interesting
4: because as you're reading it, I'm sitting there being like, clean up after yourself. That's how you and I were raised, I'm pretty sure. You clean up after yourself. You leave it oh, as yeah. you found it, right? That's all very important. But this is, if you saw the, the photo, this isn't like a bag of chips and a chocolate bar wrapper and that kind of stuff. This is crumbs of popcorn. We It is very rare that anybody eats popcorn and doesn 't put some crumbs on the couch on the floor in the seat when you leave the movie theater it 's common courtesy take your popcorn bag, take your cup container, and put it in the damn garbage right but i 'm not going on my hands and knees in the in the movie theater sweeping up debris of popcorn that 's what the cleaning staff is for, and that 's what they 're getting paid for so i don 't think he should have posted this on the internet because it makes him look bad, but I also think the cleaning crew's like, really? We're just going to vacuum this in two seconds.
2: I agree with you. I don't know if that's rare or common, but I looked at the photo. I just looked at it now. I'm like, it doesn't look that bad, the mess. Because I think right. we've all left, whether it be a restaurant where there's a young family at a table or a, or a flight, and you look around where that young family was, and it's like, are you kidding me? It like a bomb went off. You know, and that's disrespectful. This didn't look that bad. So it's funny what you say about the, uh, the cleaning staff at the movies, by the way. And I've started to clean up myself after the movies. I don't know what. Maybe, maybe yeah. you inspired me to do that. But I take my garbage to the... I never used to be that guy. Now I am. But I go to yeah. these movies here at Landmark Cinemas in Calgary so early that... Like the other movies letting out. And I go sit down. Cleaning staff comes in. They're like, are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the next one. Just clean around me. (laughs) Nothing else to do. So anyways, we're both with Anthony Bass. How about that? Who would have believed it? SJHL fans, get your tickets now for the SJHL raffle for your chance to win a brand new Polaris side-by-side. Tickets are available now at sjhlraffle.ca and are on sale until April 23rd. Tickets are one for $25, three for $60, or ten for $100. All proceeds from the raffle support the Sj and its member teams. That's sjhlraffle.ca. Don't wait. Get your tickets today. For all of our friends watching in Saskatchewan that are uh, all hot to trot on the SJHL final, the Cantera Seeds final, you're welcome. Why are they not going to Flin Flon for games three and four till Friday? We got a university schedule going on here. Games one and two were in North Battleford last weekend, and we got to wait till Friday for game three. Do we know why? By chance, Moose?
4: No, okay. I'm guessing, like, I, I can't imagine the Whitney form is that overbooked, and that's nothing against the Whitney form, like, fun fun or anything like that. Maybe they just want this, the Friday, Saturday days, and that's when they're going to draw more fans. Um, I'm not sure. But either they way, I might, hate having to wait yeah, this they, long.
2: Yeah. Right? It's, uh, maybe they just feel like they were advancing too fast in the series, and maybe that's the deal across all the junior A leagues across Canada is they're all going to converge in portage right? And maybe they're like, look, the thing doesn't start for three weeks. My guess is they're trying to spread the series out time-wise. They didn't want to get it done too fast. That would be my guess. But I got good friends on the Stars for sure. I'll give them a call today and find out. We'll get to the bottom of it. Um, So again, okay, the poll question for Key Auto Group, and we talked about Key earlier. What is the game of the night in the NHL? Night two of the Stanley Cup playoffs. You're going to be surprised at what I'm voting for. But 40% of you, this leads, is uh, Lightning Leafs. 40% Lightning Leafs. 24% voting for Jets Golden Knights. 27% Rangers Devils. And not shockingly, 9% Kraken and Avalanche. Yeah. Our daily poll is for Key Auto Group. Check them out online at keyautogroup.ca. So my featured game tonight is the Leafs and the Lightning. And I wanted to ask you about this. Sheldon Keith, did you see him break <laughs> break off his media scrum early uh, yesterday after practice? Some scribe did, can, can, can't get the question out of his mouth. But the the noise in town is that it's 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 not going to be enough. That you need to you need to winning one round is He's like, I should have ended this one question ago. At least he smiled <laughs> as he walked out of the scrum. Oh my, like, what? And the media wonders why the coaches and players don't want to talk to them. But I'm geeked up, man. I'll probably be at Tonic Kitchen and Bar over here at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport. If anybody wants to join me, I might even have a steak. It's Senior's Ooh. Day. And I'm almost a You're senior. You're not a How senior. Uh, <laughs> I'm a ways away, but I can't wait to be a senior. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, people don't understand getting old in life is a blessing. But anyways, I digress. Are you nervous in advance of the game tonight?
4: Yeah, I'm nervous. And, and what do you want Sheldon Keefe to say? I mean, they've been through this so many times. You know, first rounds and lose and first rounds and lose. He's, so they say, you know, the pressure is a privilege. You know, at least we're here. We know there's a lot of teams that don't get this opportunity. You know, and that's the same things they've said every year. But yeah, I'm a little nervous for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of eyeballs. Obviously, on this series, um, you're going to have to beat somebody good to overcome it. There's no easy way out of this, so put your head down and, and uh, go at it full throttle. I'm curious to see how game one goes tonight.
2: Um, yeah, and Colin Patterson coming up next segment from Rexdale, Ontario. He talked about, because that's a suburb of Toronto, he talked about the pressure on the leaves opening at home. And that's the thing is they, you know, ask Sheldon Keefe about that. And he's like, we've coached 82 games to get here. Clearly there's pressure. We all know that, you know, how is how's that going to affect them when they take to the ice tonight? Patter will discuss that when he joins us next segment. But it's also funny because the last time he was here, I said to Colin, you know, you got to admit the orders <laughs> are the better team than the Flames right now. And he was like, okay, right now. But he didn't want to admit it. And uh, (laughs) how can you not, man? They beat him in five last year. They finished how many points ahead of him this year? You know, um, but with the orders blowing it last night, you have spent enough time in Alberta to realize the hatred between the two cities. It's it's impressive. Very impressive that there would be that kind of angst between two cities. It's that Boston, New York thing. I get it. But uh, they are just snickering to themselves that the Orders blew this one last night. Uh, yeah, but I'm like, uh, you, 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 you finish the sentence. At least they're in the playoffs, right? Steven in North Dakota chimes in. He says, uh, the age of discount sounds better than senior slash seasoned citizen. You grow out of a discount and back into discount status. Uh, sure. B. Henderson says, It used to be funny at how sad people were at Leaf Square when game, sen- game, game sevens ended. Now it's just depressing. Well, I'll leave you with this because you're done today, I think, uh, Moose, after this segment. The Leafs are going to win this series, in my mind, because they have to. They simply have no choice. Are, are you, or are you too much of a bundle of nerves? You can't get a proper sense on what's going to happen in this because it's your team. I could see that. I think there's a that. lot
4: on the line. I, I think if they don't win, you, you start looking at, you know, this core group. And, you know, Austin Matthews, if you can't win with this group and, and see some signs forward, you know, you're going to start thinking about the end of the contract and, and moving on. And it might not happen immediately, but these are all things that play into this. And there's a lot of pressure. Like, you don't want to let these years go by with the Taveras, Nylander, Marner, Matthews group, and, and Riley – to go by without winning. This is, a, you know, this core, it's kind of now or never. So, yeah, there's a lot of nerves in Toronto, no doubt, and in all Leafs nation, however big that stretches.
2: Can't wait for the game. So, for me, this game tonight, as I've said, it's a recovery phrase. You can't schedule feelings. You've heard me say that before. Uh, I would have mm-hmm. thought I'd be more geeked up for Winnipeg-Vegas tonight, but I'm not. I'm more geeked up for the Leafs and the Lightning. The good thing is I get to watch both. And maybe by the time round one is over, that series will be more of my interest. But right now, it's Toronto-Tampa. From the audience, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says, Good day, Rod Squad. I just watched the hype video the Devils posted on Twitter, and I'm ready to run er, or skate through a wall. Let's go, Devils. Jen from the Four Seasons, she wrote in. She goes, Good morning, everyone. Late penalty by number 72 and a penalty in overtime. On two, cost us the game. Stay out of the damn box. Oy vey. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says Rod is closer to Edmonton at Ace Casino than he was at Gray Eagle. Maybe he's going up there for game two. Oh, I would love to go up there for game two. I never even thought about that. Because, to be honest, I'll leave you with this. The owners of this place showed up yesterday, and they made a really big deal about the show being here. And a really big deal about Peter Lavardi' is being here. You see there, go follow Ace Casino Airport on Facebook. They did a post welcoming us. This is our home. Uh, so I, until that changes, I don't see why anything would change in terms of going to Edmonton. Jason and Redyear says, weighing in on the Anthony Bass tweet, they didn't make his wife clean up after their kids. He did by not doing it for her. He wasn't there.
3: How about that?
2: Don't take me me to negative town today so early. I'm having a good day. (laughs) Arlen Bruce III says, hey, RP and Moose, I became a hockey fan last season, and it would be nice to see a Canadian team win the cup. Thanks, A.B. Yes, it would. Guy's been in Canada since, what, 2003? (laughs) just now (laughs) got on the hockey train. Thanks, A.B., And we've all felt that way since 1993. Anyways, I'm going to read his bio now so we don't waste time after the break. Colin Patterson played. Well, he's from Rexdale, Ontario. Played in the Ontario Junior A Hockey League with the Royal York Royals and then Clarkson University and then the National Hockey League. 504 games with the Calgary Flames, mostly from 83 to 91. And then the Buffalo Sabres for two seasons. Won a Stanley Cup. And he's made his home here, and he's a real good guy. And by the way, I said to him, during the last break, I said, did you find us on TELUS? He's like, yeah, Channel 924. And I said, well, then you know we're legit. And he goes, I wasn't sure till I saw you on there. Now I know. So Colin Patterson is here. Stanley Cup champ joins us next. Thanks, Moose. Great open. Have a good one. Good Thank luck you. tonight. Thank you. Pitter-patter, let's get at her after this timeout. Live from... Ace Casino Airport and Hotel quake Calgary Airport on Game Plus Television. The Streams and your southern home for sports and talk, WQEE, The Key.
3: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on
2: your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Beautiful morning in the foothills, and uh, here we are live at Ace Casino Airport. By the way, UFC 288, free viewing party for UFC 288 is right here, like about 30 feet from me, May 6th. All UFC pay per view events every month at the Ace Casino Airport Sports Bar on the 40 foot TV wall. We read you his hockey bio, so let's bring him in now. Colin Patterson, Stanley Cup champion with the Calgary Flames, joining us here at Ace. And uh, Patter, thanks for coming down. Sir, it's been too long. It's been a few weeks. How <laughs> you doing? Been
6: a few weeks, it's been great. Yeah, lots happened in those few weeks. He too. said,
2: uh, "Yeah, he's like, what are we gonna? At least the Flames aren't in the headlines." <laughs> Obviously, I'll get your take on that first, but uh, a great opening night of the Stanley Cup playoffs, depending on your perspective. i yeah. sure you were happy with it. Well, I was
6: happy with it. Yes, There's no question about that. But it was fantastic. I love, I love when the playoffs start. Love the first round. Because you know what? Anytime you turn the TV on, it's exciting hockey, and there's going to be hockey on. You know, I was jumping between the four games last night, obviously the first two. And, and then, you you know, when Edmonton started playing, they're, they're up 2 nothing. I go, oh, this can going to be a runaway. That's what I, that's what I thought, And then I, I, I tuned into the Dallas-Minnesota game, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, you know, then I sort of came back to the uh, Edmonton game when I found out it was in overtime. And then when, you know, you take a penalty, penalties kill you. Uh, you got to be disciplined in in playoffs, and you know you look at those. There are two goals, you know, for L.A. or on penalties, so you know at the end uh, to tie it up and to win in overtime, maybe, you just got to be so disciplined now. And you never know what they're calling. I, you know, I saw the hit on Pavolsky I go, uh, how's that not a penalty? But you know, really, the, the guy lays down. Yeah, like to me, you know, the whole thing with. Uh, Dumbo, when he hit him, he was, you know, he was lunging at him, and he, he did catch him with his shoulder or the stick hit his, his face. So uh, I think there, there is something there. Was it a five minute? No, but I thought it was at least a two minute.
2: <laughs> so Colin, yeah, he's exactly like me. We're so excited. we yeah. jumping from series to series to series. I would just say, where do you think, and maybe you weren't watching at this point, that it turned for the orders because I was with you. Uh, Jen writes in, she says, did, did anyone hear any news on Pavelski? From the hit last night, well, I don't believe he returned, and you're, I don't think you're going to hear anything on an off day. Yeah. So there's that. But was there a moment that you saw the order game
6: change, or were you watching when it happened? I, I wasn't watching when yeah. it happened. I was shocked when I got back to it, and it was, you know, they did tie it up. Yeah. Um, I know that the shots on net were probably a little deceiving. When I was watching, you know, Edmonton was dominating and you know that first period especially and you know when you're when you're on the road you, the first 10 minutes is very important you know you got to take the crowd out of it cuz everybody's so fired up for it and if you can do that then you might have some success but that first 10 minutes Edmonton scores a couple of goals and and they're all over them and I go boy it could be a, a long night for LA and are you regrouping and thinking of the next game see that's kind of an Edmonton thing
2: the order fans that are upset and they're very upset today for obvious reasons Colin you've been around this game longer than me the regular seasons for that stuff you're supposed to have learned right you can't do it in the playoffs. like the Kings they just they didn't quit I give them a lot of credit and I'm sorry I'm jumping around but I'm just excited to talk with the orders were flying out of the gate did that have to
6: do with being at home do you think I think there's part of that. I think it's part of the excitement of uh, you know the playoffs starting, but it's it is tough at times to to get home ice advantage, especially with a team that's very close to you, or a team that's so far spread out. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Boston I go, you know, they lose last night. Everything that they worked for all season long is gone. They lose home ice advantage. So now Edmonton and you know LA, they were closer in points and probably in the series uh, through the year too, uh, but. Now Edmonton's got to find a way. You know, one is to focus on this next game, not get caught about thinking, "Oh, we got to win a game in L.A." Let's let's focus on this game at home first, and then then we'll worry about
2: that. Really good point, and I'm so glad that we've got in for about 30, 40 minutes because we've got a lot to get to here. But he mentioned the Boston game. We I watched that one. What was the final? Three one. They had a goal called back late. Yeah. But I just didn't, like Matthew Kachuk said going in, If you saw, you must have seen the quote they put yeah. up on the screen. We have to be perfect to win one game. He's getting roasted for that.
6: He was just telling the truth. truth yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with telling the truth. They do have to be perfect. Because yeah. Boston has a very deep team that we talked about just before we got on air. They've got so much depth in that organization right now mm-hmm. for their team that you go, um, even if you have to, you know, Bergeron's out. He's arguably one of their best players, you know, if not, you know, the best player on their team, most experienced, there's lots of stuff and he's not even playing last night, and they still play, you know, they still win. So Matthew's right, I mean, you know, you gotta play a perfect game against these guys. You know, you can't make a mistake. You can't give them an opportunity. They got a you know good power play, they got great penalty killing. I mean, so you have to be on, on your game and you have to play your best game. And if they don't think they have to do that, I think they're sadly mistaken.
2: Well, let's relate the story that we talked about before, you, before we were on the air about the analytics and the hits. I don't care what the stat sheet says, Boston mauled them. They ran them over.
6: You know? and, and that's the thing, right? I go, yeah, you can have... 50 hits in each game, or each team have 50 hits, but what are what are real hits, and what are takeout hits, you know, and if you're just rubbing a guy out, and that's counting as a hit, or you're actually physically going in there, and you're hitting a guy hard, and you look at those teams that did that last night, you know, Minnesota, obviously, you know, we talked about the Pavelski hit, but they were following through on their hits every time, which doesn't happen in regular season, and that's probably what caught Joe Pavelski, you know, off too, yeah, and I mean, he's sort of watching his pass, and you know, in regular season, maybe that doesn't happen playoffs here you know you got to take especially if you're the team that is the underdog and you don't have the high skill level you got to fall through in your hits every time you know because you got to wear the guys out you can't look at it as a you know it's not a one game series you got to look at it as a seven game series and by the time you get in that sixth or seventh game that's when you know things start to happen where you know the guy who's a skilled guy gets a puck and now he's thrown away because he doesn't want to get hit or, you know, you're rubbing them out, or he doesn't want to go in the corner to get the puck, and that allows your team to do that. And Minnesota did that last night. I was watching all their guys following through on their hits, you know, and that's, that's what, you know, led them into the win call.
2: You said your eyes lit up talking about Game 1
6: of the Stars in the Wild. So what specifically was it that you liked so much? I just think, you know, they don't like each other. Uh, for starters, and that's always good for a rivalry, yeah. Yeah, but just the speed of the game, and I don't know if it was a camera angle, but I was going back and forth, and I was going, boy, that game looks way faster, you know, there's everybody was hitting, everybody was into it, it wasn't lopsided one way or the other, you know, one team would go down and the other team would come down, it was a high-spirited competition, and uh, I, I enjoyed that, I mean, Watching, as I said, watching the Oilers game when I did, the Oilers were all over them. I just thought, you know, it's this gonna could be, fast. be five, yeah, 5 nothing. you know, before exactly the end. Exactly what
2: I, I thought this, I'm like, this could be a fast series.
6: Yeah. Now they're down well, on one. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. the thing. And then, you know, you just, you know, I still think that they, they'll come out on top. Uh, the Oilers have too much talent and, you know, they're, they're a good team. I mean, I watched Connor McDavid just go through the guys again last night. And I was like, man. You know, unfortunately, you didn't score, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you, but you have to keep a guy like him off the board of your LA, and LA has some players that can do that, and they're they're fired up for it too. They like the challenge, which I I go good for them.
2: Did it make your heart warm that the orders blew that game and lost? It,
6: it did. It did. I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie I knew it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, like I was it. telling everybody early. The last time we were on, I said, can you admit? The Orders were a better franchise than the Flames right now, and you're like, "Yeah, It's tough. <laughs> oh, it was hard for you. Oh. I could tell. Uh, hey, we have about 30 seconds. Jen says the penalty called in overtime was questionable, but you can not blow two two-goal leads. What about the trip in overtime? It was a trip. You can't swing your stick. Why are we talking about it?
6: Yeah, you know, I mean, it is a trip. I go, in days gone by, that probably wouldn't have been called, but, you know, for the way the game is now, yeah, everything's going to be called like that. Especially a trip. I'm, I'm sure if you would have tackled the guy, they probably wouldn't have called it. But if you trip a guy or, or you knock his stick out it's of a his hands, of yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh,
2: Colin Patterson with us and talking Stanley Cup playoffs. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Flames news, and then in hour two, we will uh, talk about tonight's games. Perry Shockey's here for NHL, AHL, WHL playoff talk, and Mitch Love, the head coach of the Calgary Wranglers. AHL Coach of the Year coming up in an hour or two as well. We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on Game Plus. The streams and WQEE 99.1 FM.
3: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
2: Calgary, Canmore, Whistler, get exclusive rates, early access to offers, and insider tips. It's a Cleek thing. Inquire at Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport, or cleek.ca. A quick sports update before more with Colin Patterson. The Toronto Blue Jays look to bounce back from a 9-3 loss as they play the second game of a three-game road series with the Houston Astros tonight. It's Chris Bassett for the Jays against Houston's Jose Urquidy. The Boston Celtics and New York Knicks can both go up 2-0 in their respective NBA series with wins tonight. The Celts host the Atlanta Hawks in Game 2. Boston won the first game won 99 And the Knicks, meanwhile, coming up a one hundred one ninety seven win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. This sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. Sign up now for Landmark Extras and see what's playing at LandmarkCinemas.com like in theaters now. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Colin Patterson's with a Stanley Cup champion, 1989 Flames. And the Flames, as you pointed out in the news in a big way, Daryl Sutter remaining on the bench, patter and uh, Brad tree living out. What did you think when the news came down? Monday? Yeah,
6: it was sort of, it was tough. It was tough news for, uh, you know, people in Calgary. I mean, Brad's been a, a great guy, great GM. He's done a lot of good things for the, the team and the city and the organization. And, you know, it's different when people get fired. But when you have somebody who leaves the organization because they can't come to an agreement um, that To me, that was tougher to take. Uh, but he is a great guy. He's going to land somewhere. I mean, lots of people have talked about it. He'll definitely land somewhere and, and be in a very good position uh, where he is. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a sad day for, you know, the Flames and, you know, I think for the players too because he had great relationships with those players. He brought, you know, other than, other than I think Michael Backlund, he brought every player in, uh, whether they drafted them or yep. whether they traded for them. Uh, but yeah, it, it is tough when something like that happens. It's a great point. Now, I've been around this a long time. The players look at it,
2: or they should, and go, I'm here because of him. Yeah. And then they, you play guilty. Problem is now, uh, it's a long, they might forget by the fall. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah we got a couple of months to think about it.
2: Yeah, but it, I said yesterday to Lou, sat in that chair. Brad Treeliving can leave the saddle alone with his head up pie.
6: Oh, absolutely. He did, you know, when you would think back, you know, last summer, I mean, he did incredible things. I couldn't believe what he got for uh, Tuchuk, you know, and Tuchuk is obviously worth a lot too, but what he did, I mean, sort of revived the franchise from that two-week, you know, area where Johnny leaves and you're you're losing a star player for nothing, and now you potentially could lose another one in a year that you wouldn't get anything for and he comes up with a, a great deal, and then size Kadri on top of that. I, I thought he did a fantastic job. Uh, it was unfortunate; didn't work out the way everybody thought it would. Uh, we talked last time I was on. You know, when you looked on it on paper, I thought they were a better team than they were the year before, but it just didn't pan out that way.
2: I think we all think that. So, what's Daryl Sutter thinking today? Do you think?
6: Well, I, you know, I'm not sure what Daryl's thinking, but I know he's going to be meeting up. Uh, from what I, I understand and, and heard on the news, that he'll be meeting up with uh, Don Maloney and I would assume John Bean and and be discussing, you know, the team and the future and what it looks like. Uh, but, yeah, I think everybody needs to take, you know, a, a step back and look at themselves in the mirror, too, and say, you know, what could I have done better?
2: Yeah, well, it's from a Flames fan perspective, I mean, they're upset, but here's... It could be worse. You have a good team.
6: Yeah. It's not right? like, you know, that somebody's leaving and and they don't have anything you know uh for the team or in the cupboard, as they would say, you know, with the team, you know, with their minor league team, I think they've got, you know, some good players down One there. One of the we best saw, teams. Yeah, and I, you know, you look at it, you go, okay, well, there's there's stuff there to work with. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's sad to see Brad go, but it's a great opportunity for somebody else, too, to step in and, you know, whoever they decide, and I think hopefully they're going to decide fairly quick. Um, you know, they've got a list of people, they've got, you know, internal candidates, so uh, I would hope that it doesn't stretch on too long.
2: Colin Patterson, good enough to stick with us into Hour 2. We'll be right back also in Hour 2. Perry Shockey joining us, longtime WHL head coach, NHL scout, and Mitch Love of the aforementioned Calgary Wranglers, the AHL coach of the year. Lots coming up after this brief pause on the Game Plus Television Network, the streams, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, The Key.
3: youtube.com slash the Peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed